Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Degenerate Sports Podcast Super Bowl Preview Part 2. This is our betting preview. You know, like all the degenerates we are. Scott, going into Super Bowl weekend, what are your favorite bets? You betting by the quarter? You betting the player props? You using Betway's pre-built bets? What are you doing? Well, as the uh, gambling expert, I guess you could call me. Not sure how much of an expert I am, but lately, let me get, let me tell you, I've been fucking buzzing. But for Super Bowl, I would say Super Bowl has to be the biggest sports betting night of the year. I don't know about you guys. I would tend to agree. I would, I would say it's got to be. There's oh, so worldwide. Yeah, there's so many things to bet on. I mean, yeah, I mean, half of America is going to take a sick day the next day just to recover from all the money they lost. People that don't watch football bet on. The Super Bowl. Yeah. It should be a stat holiday. The day after the Super Bowl should be a stat holiday. (laughs) It should be. It should be. That would be mint. Luckily, I'm already off Monday. I don't know about you guys, so. Don't tell Terry. I might be too. (laughs) (laughs) So, when you're talking about gambling for the Super Bowl, for me, it's all about breaking down the game. You can break it down by each quarter, each half. Basically, do whatever you want. I like breaking it down by the quarter. And... Typically, I'm a big first quarter betting guy. This quarter, the first quarter in this game is going to be kind of scary to me because I have no clue what's going to happen. And for first quarter bets in this game, I do have the Rams first quarter minus 0.5 points. I think they're going to get up early on the Bengals, and I believe Joe Burrow is going to be completely smothered early on. So are you saying on the podcast that the Rams are going to win the coin toss? Or are you not betting that? Uh, see, uh, as, as a degenerate, you'd think you would bet that in the Gatorade color and the national anthem length. But no, I, I stay away from all that stuff. To me, that's all 50-50, and it's not, worth, it's not worth wasting my money over. But I don't think it matters who wins the coin toss. I think if the Rams get the ball first, they're going to get a score early. And I think if the Bengals get it first, there's not a chance they're making it past at least one or two first downs. I don't think they're going to get a score. I don't even give them a, a first down. Yeah, for, if they yeah. get the ball first, I, I think they're three and out. First series, yeah. Joe Burrow is going to be a little bit of nerves that you'd think. I know he plays with ice in his veins, but it's the biggest stage in the world for him. So you think he'd struggle a little bit, maybe. And, and, and yeah. I think that D line is going to come out hot, and they're going to be putting pressure on right off the hop. Oh, god, yeah, yeah. And I mean that leads into pretty much my whole first half. But I mean the Rams first quarter minus point five. It's paying. Uh, uh, plus 105. Now, I use odds that are American odds. makes it a little bit easier for me. I know a lot of people like to use the decimal system, so I'll, uh, I'll tell everybody what uh, the decimal odds are, just so we're all aligned. Uh, so plus 105 is actually 2.05. So I think that's almost free money. I don't see how the Bengals are going to start this game up on the ramps. I don't know about you guys, but I, I feel like we're all pretty... Pretty much guaranteed the Rams. The Rams are slow starters, like you said before, but I mean, the Bengals are going to have a lot of nerves, man. They got a lot of young guys that haven't uh, had this experience in the playoffs before, so it's going to be a tough game for them starting off, I think. Yeah, exactly. And because because we're saying that it's going to be a slow game for the Rams off the start, or that's what I'm saying, anyways, I don't think the Bengals are going to score. So I think under nine and a half points in this uh, in this first quarter, I think it's probably going to go under. See, that's that's where we're opposite. I got I got it going over. I got it over nine and a half in the first quarter. 
I, yeah. think I think there's a good chance. I mean, the Bengals only like I think the Rams scored a touchdown in the first quarter. Hundred percent. That means the Bengals only have to get a field goal, and McPherson can pretty much kick it from mid fucking field. So I mean, he has a good chance of getting those three points for them. No, put them in the over. And you guys are exactly right. Like, like I said, you got to break the game down on how you feel it's going to go. And I got a feeling this game's going to be a tale of two halves. First half is going to be fucking slow. I think the Bengals are going to get chewed up. I think the Rams are going to start slow, but the Rams are definitely going to be leading at halftime. That's fair. So who do we got for the first touchdown score? Like, who are we thinking is going to score the first first touchdown for the Rams? Uh, for me, I think I could see – see, now my favorite anytime touchdown score for the Super Bowl is Odell Beckham. I think there's a chance he gets two touchdowns. So I'm going to lean – Odell gets the first one. I had, I had OBJ for any time score as well. It's paying well. It's paying 2.1. Well, I'm, well, we're talking about first, like, first. For, first. I want to know who's going to score that first Rams touchdown. Is Matt Stafford going to throw two himself? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be impressive. That'd be impressive. Uh, yeah, it's probably going to be OBJ or Cooper Cup, because I agree with Scott. I think the Rams are scoring first. They're getting the first touchdown of the game, so I think... One of the two of those guys is going to do us. I I I don't. I wouldn't touch this bet, but I mean, I I'd have to go with Cooper Cup. I mean, the guy's dynamite, so that would be my pick. But I personally, he's not worth the pay. I've oh, he's paying five, five to one for the first. Yeah, for the first touchdown of the game. For the first touchdown of the game, yeah. I just I can't take that personally myself. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to waste your money on the first touchdown of the game, especially when the Bengals could easily score a touchdown first. I mean, yeah. it's – I like the anytime touchdown score. The first touchdown of the game, that's ter- typically something I won't touch either. Well, it's tough. It's just random. I mean, who anybody get the ball for the first touchdown. When you're picking anytime score, you're just saying this guy's a stud. And chances are at the game, throughout the game at some point, he will get his score. I mean, think about it. Years ago, did anybody think that uh, Tim Tebow was going to throw a eighty-something yard <laughs> touchdown pass to Demarius Thomas in the playoffs mm, to win? No. Yeah. No. Anything can happen. I still can't believe oh, it. Yeah. I know what happens. <laughs> yeah. So, on any time TD score, I think we're all on the same page. Cooper Cup's probably walking away with a touchdown in this game. I don't see how he doesn't. No, I agree too. But I think for the any time, I don't think it's very good odds. It's not really worth. Batting, I don't think for Cooper anytime. It's paying one point five three. It's not yeah, it's, bad. It's not not a bad bet to throw in a parlay, but I'm not really sure I'd be willing to throw throw some money down on that one. It's one Just that should be, it's speed. one that should be a lock, but yeah, it's not much of a return you're getting back there. I don't think that's why I lean towards Odell Beckham because of his two point one, which is pretty which is pretty solid for any time score. And I think with Cup getting all the attention he's getting. OBJ should be able to get that touchdown in this game. I do have him projected to score a touchdown in this game, too. So I, I would agree. And like you say, it's paying better than Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup's the safer option. Oh, Obviously, the odds are definitely. saying the same thing. Yeah. But definitely. as a gambling man, a fucking degenerate, <laughs> I, I'd probably risk it on OBJ as well. You're looking for risk to reward. and There's way more reward with OBJ. Yeah, so I mean, if we keep looking at this uh, at this first half, I mean, other than the first quarter Rams minus point five, I think that's a lock. I think there's no way that's going to lose. Uh, the first quarter total under nine and a half. I know 
I think that one's a given. I think Nick and Murph might be leaning on the over, which is it's it's very close. It's it can definitely yeah. go either way. I think it's either going to be seven points or ten points. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's what's gonna that's what's gonna happen in that first quarter. And I mean, um, other things in the first half I really like is the Rams minus three at the end of the first half. Because if they're going to be leading at the first half, chances are they're going to be leading by a field goal. Yeah, or like, like, like I said, we're either saying seven nothing right now or seven three kind of thing. So that'd be like a either a seven point or four point lead. So yeah, yeah exactly. that should be safe. Yeah, I mean that's paying one point nine five. I'll probably be making that wager Sunday. Not to give away all my gambling tips, but I will <laughs> definitely be betting. Well, that's the point of this podcast to help yeah, I mean, the yeah. listeners win some money this to week. help the little guys like me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Gotta help out the boys. So, are there any like, uh, like Betway has a feature? It's in play feature. I love it. It's the only thing I seem to win fucking money on. Uh, you know, are there any in play bets that are that you're going to be watching? Uh, I mean, yeah. I think the Bengals. So, like I said earlier, this game it's going to be the tale of two halves. I have a gut feeling that. The Rams are going to be well ahead of the Bengals going into halftime. But, like I said, tail of two halves. That's the perfect opportunity to slam to the slam spread. Okay. Yeah, I mean, definitely take the over. I'm, I'm, thinking, it's the, going I'm, to be I'm thinking the over two to be low score exactly. first half would be worth a bigger fucking payout. Yeah, like right now my prediction for the first half is going to be 13-7, to 7, the Rams. Only 20 points. The total right now, or as we're recording, was yeah, 48 and a half. Yeah. So we're already going to be well below. To me, that's the time to hammer the over. It's probably going to drop down to twenty or forty-three, maybe forty-four. Yeah. And another thing is, I think the Bengals are going to be losing at halftime. That's a perfect time to hit the reverse spread on the Bengals. Take the Bengals plus seven, plus eight. It's worth a try. Now I'm the only guy here saying that the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. So for me, that's a fucking Sherlock. So reverse spread saying that they're going to come back and win by that much? Is that no, what so if their spread right now is minus uh, or is plus four, yeah, then that's the, the reverse spread. The actual spread would be minus four and a half for the team that's favored. Oh, okay. So okay. Rams would be normal spread. Reverse spread would be Bengals plus four. But at halftime, like I said, I think it's going to be closer to plus seven. So you're thinking the spread's going to increase yeah. for you. Okay. And if you can get it above a touchdown – I would take the, I would take the I would take that back. Yeah, like I said before the breakdown there, we thought most of us thought like a field goal was probably the deciding factor of the game. So yeah, yeah. So like I say, I think Joe Burrow goes into the locker room at halftime. I think he's going to be dancing his way to a little bit of fucking doctor's smoking a cigar. Yeah, a little Mary J. Probably should smoke a mid game. Might might stunt you a little bit there yeah. running around the field. But I mean, <laughs> I think it's uh, yeah. I think listening to a little bit of Eminem. I think the real Slim Shady's going to stand up and start throwing some absolute fucking piss missiles, as Hooker would say. So, in saying that, would you jump on Joe Burrow over 278 and a half yards? Or you're saying if it's a low-scoring game in the first half, it's going to go down his over? Well, that's yeah, that's another thing, too. I mean, um, we're going to break this... Uh, this gambling review sort of into the full game, the, the totals, the spreads, uh, some props, and then our second part of this is going to be player props. So you're going to see later on what we think of Joe Burrow. But yeah, a little birdie's telling me if he's if his 
passing yard prop is really low at halftime. Jump on it. Jump on it. Take the over. Yeah. Especially if they're down, they're going to have to throw. Oh, they're going to be slinging the ball. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. All right. So moving, you know, you said tail two halves, you know, third quarter. How, how, is, is this where Joe Burrow comes out and just starts slinging? Yeah. I think second half we're going to see both teams run up the score in a way that's going to remind you kind of uh, the Rams-Tampa game. The Bengals will move to the air quickly. I mean – Remind you that L.A., uh, they're at the Super Bowl for a reason. Uh, I mean, the Bengals have done nothing but prove people wrong in this playoffs. Yep. And, I mean, I'm on the Bengals. The Rams are not going to go down without a fight. So, I can easily see, like I said, I think the first half is going to be 13-7. I think you're going to see more like a 27-24 finish, which is 51 points. So, I think the second half, they're going to be throwing the ball like crazy. They're going to score a bunch of touchdowns. And, yeah, that's that's why I'll be taking the over 48 and a half. It's not going to look good in the first half, but I think in the end it'll it'll, it'll hit. With these two quarterbacks, I think it can look a lot like Mahomes and Allen did. Buffalo KC. Last yep. couple of minutes, it's going to be, they're, they're going to do whatever the fuck they want. Pass the ball everywhere. The defense will be tired at that point and more down. But, I mean, so will the Bengals go along. So maybe Donald Deal will just fall through them and get, it, get to the quarterback. But, uh. Yeah, I see it being like a pretty high-scoring game in the last bit of the game. Fourth quarter is going to be high-scoring. So would you wait to take the over on the game until the halftime? Personally, I don't think I'm going to take the over to start the game. But if it's a juicy number at halftime, I will take it 100%. Because I do think that second half is going to be the difference maker on the total. 100%. Yeah, I like that too. But I definitely, I, I might take it at the start of the game too. Because 40 and a half is still really low. So... I mean, the biggest question of the day, or the night, I guess, is going to be, what do we think for money line spreads on the actual total score at the end of the game? Who do we have winning the game? I think last week we said, Mark, Murph, Nick, you're all in the Rams. I'm the lone guy in the Bengals. I'm going, I'm going to try to cheer on Adam. He's the only <laughs> Bengals fan I know. So we're going to try to there's Spread the love. There's not too many. Somebody's left. a Bengals fan. That is just uh, fantastic. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's hard to fucking believe. But he has been a Bengals fan as long as I can and, remember. And he's stuck for them a long time. A lot of shitty years, man. Yeah. Maybe. So I, I personally think the Bengals plus four is worth putting a little bit of juice on. I think like, I think this game's decided by a touchdown. So plus four just makes sense to me. So I found a real interesting stat. <clears throat> You know, Joe Burrow this season as an underdog of three plus points, he's seven and zero, seven and zero, two and zero in the playoffs so far. Does he go eight and zero? I think. Sorry, he's six and zero. He's six and zero. Does he go seven? I think you take that bet I just said. Take the plus four. I think yeah, definitely goes. Yeah, no, it's definitely possible. I mean, I agree with the plus four. I mean, I said from the start this game's a field goal finish, so I think that fits along with that there. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't think I'd touch it. No? No. I got the uh, Rams winning by a touchdown. So. so so final score, what like what do you have for the game? Final score. I have a final score of 34-27. 34-27. Nick? 34-31 for myself. Yeah, it's the same thing I got, 34-31. Yeah, so I'm looking, I'm looking real I'm, lonely on this side of the table. 
27-24. I, I had mine pre-Simpsons, too, so I mean, <laughs> to be fair, mine was, pre, mine was pre-Simpsons. I had to make that bet. And just to, so all the listeners know, I made a bet based on a <laughs> fake Simpsons <laughs> article already, but they're never fucking wrong, right? They're never fucking wrong. I have, uh, I actually picked the Bengals, 34-31, put 10 bucks on it, it's worth 1000 Honestly, if it hits... You know, I'll go buy more golf clubs I can't hit. But, you know, that's that's just kind of where I'm at with it. You, you wish there was 100 bucks and, in it. And he's taking Monday off. <laughs> yeah, Robert, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. So moving into player prop side, uh, you know, I got a real juicy one for this. Matt Stafford to throw for 325-plus yards. Paying 320, you know, we think that uh, old Matt Stafford's going to come out throw three, four, five touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, right now the total set at 282.5 for Matt Stafford. I think that's kind of low. I know five of his eight uh, times, five of his eight last games, sorry, he's faced a top 10 defensive pass rush team. And, I mean, that's a pretty good stat. I mean, five out of the last eight times he's faced one of those teams, he's hit the over, and he's hit it by quite a bit. And over 325, I think he's hit at least three times. So so. His last two games were well over that, like 337 versus the Niners and 366 versus the Bucks. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, I think for sure the Matt Stafford over 282 yards is a good bet. But I do have a little stat here for Joe Burrow. Uh, this year when he's played against top 10 defensive pass rush teams, which uh, seems like in the last few weeks there's been quite a few, has thrown over at least 348 yards in all four of them. Those games are the Ravens. He threw for 416, the 49ers for 348, the Ravens again for 525, and the Titans for 348. And that's that old infamous nine-sack game when he's yeah. still throwing for over exactly. 48 yards. That's so in those impressive. games, yeah, those games he's thrown for 70 more than his total is right now. I will be bit. The, the, more, the, the more you hit him and piss him off, the fucking harder he keeps coming at you, I guess. Yeah, exactly. All right, so guys talking about taking the over. Now, I'm going to throw this Rams stat out. I know they're not the home team. I know I brought it up a few weeks ago. It's now been updated again. So the under has hit on five out of the last six Rams games while playing at home. They're not the home team, but they're playing on their home field. Yeah. yeah. But the last ten times... The Super Bowl has been played in California. Yes. The over has been hit nine out of ten. So, so it's just they just they just conflict with each other big time there. <laughs> I mean, again, I have a high scoring game, so I I would take the over. Yeah, I mean, I do like both of those stats. I think I lean a little bit closer to Murphs, but like you say, I think all four of us have the over in the game. So yes, I don't think anybody's bet the under today. No, but we've also been burned previous weeks where we were all thinking over, 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 and it didn't exactly pan out. But I think this one here is the one. This is the one that's going to pan out. Yeah. So, um, do you know, does it, sorry, does anybody have any uh, touchdown passing? Like, OBJ, he's going to throw a touchdown pass. You think he's, gonna, he's, he's hitting staff. What's that he's one? hitting what's fucking staff. They're going to break out the Philly special? They're going to break out the Philly special? <laughs> OBJ's going to hit Stafford for a touchdown? OBJ's done it before. 
He's done it before. Maybe he, not in the playoffs because he, he's he can, never he been there. He can throw. He can throw. On the money line right now with that pay, they're paying fucking two two seventy for the Bengals to win. I mean, you may want to jump on that with a thousand bucks or something. It's not bad. I do like to spread a little bit more just to give me a little extra something. <laughs> yeah, but the odds go down. The odds go down though. At a thousand. By taking the spread. By a lot too. By they a do. lot. Yeah, they do. One point nine five. But not, it's also but it's also a much safer bet. <laughs> yeah. And anybody that knows me, I'm not the kind of guy that's gonna go with a pre made bet or something that's paying three to one, four to one, five to one, or even higher. I'm just Well, you I say you won't go with the pre made bet. Now I brought this up before we started recording. Cup and Chase to both score one TD in this game, paying three. Yeah, that's See, that's a that's a sexy one that a degenerate cannot stay away from. That I do like that bet a lot. The only thing that worries about me about that bet is I have no goddamn clue what the Bengals are going to do with the receivers. I don't know who's getting a touchdown, and ah. I don't know. I don't know if Chase will get one. Just yeah, Chase scares me with Ramsey, man. Like that, just yeah. I'm, I'm telling Chase, you now. Watch Tyler Boyd. Chase is watch too it good. Watch at halftime. Chase is too good to be completely shut down. I know Ramsey's all pro, but come oh, on, not, like, Chase, not, Chase not completely. Is, but he, I, I got, I got Burrow spreading the love around. I actually have Chase getting a touchdown. I got Higgins getting a touchdown, and I got Boyd getting a touchdown in this game. Like even like. Chase said great playoffs so far. I mean, like he torched the he torched the Raiders, he torched the Titans, and he didn't play that well against the Chiefs. But I mean, he's that's the only game he scored a touchdown was against the Chiefs. So they held him up the score sheet in the <laughs> Titans and Raiders game, even as well as he played. That's just it's a sketchy one that, and then playing against Jalen Ramsey all day long. I mean, uh, I don't know. It's tough to take him on a touchdown. I want to bring up another one that you mentioned too, right before the game. Yep, pre-built bet, Cooper Cup. And Jamar Chase over 200 yards receiving combined, paying 2.05. I mean, I'm 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 loading up on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm 100%. loading up on See, that. 100%. Yeah, that, that one there I'd probably hammer Coop. because I mean, Cup can probably get a lot of those yards <laughs> on his own. Cooper Cup in the season averaged 114.5 yards. In the playoffs, he's averaging 128.6. Yeah. With one stinker game, turning that down. Heavy. Chase, yeah, exactly. And Chase averaged 85.6 yards in the season, averaging 93 in the playoffs so far. And he had a, a stinker game against the Chiefs. That I was his only uh, stinker, yeah. I, I'm loading up on that one. 100% putting some big money on that. Yeah, I mean, like, well, I mean, everybody knows Cooper Cup's my MVP for the year. So I think the guy's going to have a good game. Chase, I mean... You can't say he's not going to have a good game. I mean, the guy's been a stud all year. So look at yeah. what he's done. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. I mean, and he's eaten up a couple of good teams when uh, they played good pass, like pass rush teams. Yep. Burrow getting well. He up the heat up the Titans. Yeah. Exactly. And the Titans were all over Burrow that day. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, so yeah. No, like I said, Cup should be good for at least like 110, 120 yards. So that means you only need Chase to get you like 80, 90 yards, which I mean, yeah. it should be more than doable. And that's like. 120 spot at the low end for Cup. It could be a lot better for him, depending on the day goes. I actually got Cup projected for 132 yards. Okay. It's, it's, it's possible. It's definitely possible. On nine receptions. What do you got yeah. Chase projected for? I got Chase projected for seven receptions, 108 yards, and a touchdown. Sounds like it's no problem. Then. And that was before you knew about that and bet. And that was before I knew about yeah. that bet. So it sounds like it should be a lock. So, no. so moving to the running backs, you know, are they going to make any noise on the on anybody's bet sheets? Yeah, but not for their rushing. Not for their rushing. 
<laughs> I have Joe Mixon as the one I'll mention first or whatever. Joe Mixon, paying 1.85, over 26.5 receiving yards. I think he gets shut down on the ground because that Rams front line is going to be sick. And I think he's too valuable to that team to not find a way to get him involved. So he'll be catching some passes in the backfield. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, the only running back in uh, in this two teams, I mean, is Joe Mixon. I mean, the other two are honestly irrelevant between Michelle and Akers. I would agree. I'm not even going to look at them. I do have a, a little bet for the under on, on one of them. But Joe Mixon, this is going to be my biggest bet of the night. I think I might double up on this one. Joe Mixon is a He's a stud, and he hasn't had a whole lot of success this year on the ground, like running. But in the last five games, he's 26 for 216 yards and a touchdown on 29 targets with uh, him throwing him the ball. Ah, Give him the fucking ball. Never being below 27 yards in any of those games. Exactly. And Joe Mixon, I think his receiving yards, like you said, they're at 26 and a half. Yeah. It's paying 1.84. Yeah. Yeah, hammer that. 100%. I think for sure that's going to be covered. Yeah. He has to contribute somehow. Like I said, I don't see it being through the ground just because I don't see either one of these teams running a whole lot or having success while doing this. So he's going to have to contribute. Yeah, and moving on to the Rams side. Oh, my God. If there's been one bright spot to this L.A. Rams running backs, it's sure as shit not Cam Akers. In his only four games this season, because he's been hurt all year, He's averaging less than three yards per carry. I don't see how this guy goes over 50 yards on the ground. And right now his total is 63 and a half. Yeah. Definitely bet the under 63 and a half if you can get it. That's another one I had marked as well, too. Averaging 52 and a half per game over the playoffs. So what's everybody projecting for OBJ? How many yards? I got 110 on seven receptions and a touchdown. And that, might be, that might be a little bit high. I'd say something around 680. And, and what did you have Chase for? 108, is that what you said? 108 on seven receptions and a touchdown for Chase. <clears throat> There's, I'm just looking at that way here where he goes chatting. <laughs> uh, Cooper Cup, OBJ, Jamar Chase, all to get 125-plus receiving yards, paying a 61 odd. That's a very, 61 very odd. long shot bet. That, that's a lot because you can't even have Cooper Cup Pick up the slack. How how can we claim to be degenerates if we don't at least mention this? I didn't see that one. I'm glad you pointed it out to me. I I like the long shots. Yeah, I really do. And I, it's great odds. I mean, you're not going to put much money on that. I I might throw my projections out the window, and I I might have to throw a bet on that just in the off chance that it hits. Because you throw ten bucks on that, you got six hundred and ten dollars, and that's nothing. Well, well, like Scott just said or said earlier in the podcast, he mentioned. how good Joe Burrow's thrown the ball yeah. against the top-rated rush, rush, rush defenses. Yeah. So, I, I mean, somebody's going to catch the ball. Oh, yeah. No. And why can't it be Chase? Yeah. And we already know what Cooper Cup can do. Yeah. So, it, it really, it kind of comes down to OBJ. Oh, yeah. No. Look, yeah. I, I think I might have mentioned this last podcast. I mean, I think the wide receivers, like the wide receivers and running backs in this game is where the money's going to be made. 100%. I think Cooper Cup, there's a little sneaky fact that we might not be noticing, but 
Cooper Cup's the MVP. <laughs> I know you guys haven't believed me yet, but I'm going to keep pushing it. He's the MVP. Okay, what anybody says. I like him to and, finish a runner-up behind Brady. Well, listen to this. Cooper Cup is 161 yards away from breaking Larry Fitzgerald uh, playoff reception yard record. He's seven receptions away from breaking Travis Kelsey's playoff receptions, and he's four touchdowns away from breaking Larry Fitz's record for that. Now, the TD reception record, now, that's going to be a be tough, tough one on he, Sunday. He, he definitely mops Kelsey's. Yeah, I think they're going to be all over him. I think it's going to be very tough for him to get to 161 yards and four touchdowns. But let me tell you, the man will get seven receptions. He's oh, yeah. going to seven. break that record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelsey's record, that's, that record. That's going. Oh, that record, oh that record, yeah. That record's going. Yeah, that record's gone. I, I got him going for nine. He may even go for more. I may change that now that I just heard this other bet from Mark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he needs more catches now. He needs but, more catches. But, but that, <laughs> I'm going to update everything here now. But Cup, I had actually, I have Cup over eight and a half receptions in the game. It's paying 1.95. He's gone over eight and a half receptions, eleven of twenty games so far this year. I I like that. It's a pretty safe bet with those odds. And and he's been doing it. It's not like it was just against shitty teams. He's been doing it in the playoffs too with a couple games. He's he's put up big receptions, even with teams knowing that they got to stop him. Yeah. So he's the man that's going to get them the first down. I mean, every time he's going to be the guy. I I like like you said, eight and a half receptions right now is the total for. Uh, Betway. There's other so- or there's other sites that you can buy hooks to get a lesser uh, reception amount, and if you can get it, take it because that man will get seven. I think same as Murphy. I think he gets probably closer to nine, maybe ten. Yeah. And right now, over eight and a half is paying um, almost two. I think. Yeah. Yeah. One point nine five. One point nine five. I would take that. Hundred percent. I like that one. The over one hundred and six and a half receiving yards. I think he's probably going to get it. I'm probably not going to touch that though. I, I got that too one juicy too. for me. That one's dicier, but I, if he's getting the, if we're saying he's getting the nine receptions, man, if he's getting nine catches, chances you, you there get, he's over 100. Right, you give yards. the guy nine receptions. There's no way he's not going over 106.5 he only yards. He seems to break that one or two big catches and get the big yard to trade. It's only paying 1.85, but he's been over 106 and a half yards 13 of 20 games this year. Yeah. I, I don't see how he doesn't go over that as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The numbers are in his favor for sure. Yeah. I think he's the workhorse, and I think they're going to go to him constantly. And I think the only other guy that's going to get any work on this right hand side OBJ. is OBJ. OBJ. I think right now his total is 65 and a half, and his receptions is five and a half. I'm taking the over on both. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's gets, pretty low 63 and a half for receiving. Yes. Yeah, I think wow. he's. What's that paying? Uh, the over 65 and a half is paying 1.84. The over five and a half receptions is 2.05. Shit. Yeah, that's not yeah, bad. Those either. are both good odds for those. Yeah. I, I'm jumping on that one too. Like I said, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm jumping on the one that Mark brought up. Cup, OBJ, Chase, over 125 gonna... receiving yards each. If the Rams these, have a these, bad these... weekend... Murph oh. will be broke. <laughs> these these, better, be, these broke. better be $5 bets, man, because you're talking about probably 30 to 40 you got now, man. <laughs> yeah. So are we basically counting the tight ends right out of this? Like, is there even a point? I'm counting the mode. Too I, scary, I think, right now. I mean, both Higby and Uzuma were, uh, were hurt in that uh, conference championship game. There's too much uncertainty whether they're even going to play. I know Uzuma has come out and said that he will play. I'm assuming Higby's going to suit up. I mean, it's the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. But guess what? 
the chance of these guys being 100% is very slim. I don't see how comfortable I'm going to be uh, laying money down on either player, especially after I just lost two units on Higby when he got hurt. But, like I said about these bright spots earlier, there's always Drew Sample. But yeah. he's a goddamn nobody. I'm not betting him either. They should be paying crazy odds for him just because <laughs> nobody fucking knows who he is. Yeah. But no, I wouldn't touch those guys either. I mean, the chances are they come in and play because they're both just, they don't want to miss the Super Bowl. And then more often than not, they're going to end up getting hurt and not playing the rest of the game. Murph, I just found another bet for you, buddy. <laughs> oh, I God. It's amazing. <sighs> Matt Stafford to throw for 275. Jamar Chase to receive 100. He's paying 433. That's not bad at all. That, that's, that is a sexy fucking bet, especially that, for a man that's talking about Jamar Chase being over 100. If you like what was it, six, over 275 for Stafford? Yeah, which is, a, which, which is a joke. And yeah. over 100 for Chase yeah. receiving? Yeah. That's, that's, I, I like that. I like that. I wish the odds were a little bit higher. But, $4 uh, a bet now, people. $4 a bet now. <laughs> <laughs> the bets keep going down. Well, well, you could always do the OBJ for 110 and Joe Mixon to score a touchdown. That's paying, I, that's paying nine and a half. I don't have Mixon scoring a touchdown in this game. I do have him putting up some yards, but... Not a touchdown, unfortunately. So. Yeah, so to me, the Bengals receiving in this game is very sketchy for me. I don't know how well Chase is going to do against Ramsey, if Ramsey's going to be covering him. I assume for most of the game he will be. But Higgins, he interests me a little bit. His total is 70.5. I think there's a chance he might get over that. The big one for me is Tyler Boyd. The guy, the guy is horrible. And in the last, like, seven games, he's only caught over four passes. I think once. He's been a ghost in the playoffs. Exactly. How so many it, targets has he had, though? Well, I mean, he's he's probably not going to get the targets, but maybe Sunday he will. But I'm betting on him not getting four and a half. Yeah, four and a half is a high number for a guy that has not been doing anything right now. I, I got Boyd getting four receptions, 42 yards, and a touchdown. So there you go. I, I think so you're going to finally showing up. I think, well, not really <laughs> showing, really showing up. up. Well, that's going <laughs> to the game. <laughs> that's the touchdown showing up. I but mean. I, I think it's one of those things that it's just, yes, he's getting overshadowed by Chase and Higgins. There's no denying that. But I also look at him and say he's probably arguably the most clutch guy that they have receiving. He seems to be Burrow's safety blanket when they need a big catch to move the chains, keep a drive alive. I think he lucks into getting a touchdown on maybe a fourth down play in the red zone. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I think that's the guy cause he's going to get overlooked. Yeah. hundred percent. To me, the clutch guy for Burrow is Uzuma. Yeah. Uzuma is that big that, question that's, right. that's the way exactly. I was thinking too. He, he may fall onto uh, Tyler Board or Tyler Boyd becoming that guy. I still don't think he's going to. I just think he's so shitty. And to me, the, oh, I can't even pick an anytime touchdown score for this game. But if I had to pick one, it would be Joe Mixon. I think he's going to be the guy getting him out of a lot of sticky situations. You don't want to take the safe bet? I know it's not paying much, but Cooper Cup anytime? Yeah, I mean, for the Rams, there's two guys that I would... Okay, so, so you're talking just for the Bengals. Just for the Bengals side. I think, to me, the only one I feel comfortable actually saying, this guy's getting a touchdown is Joe Mixon. There's too much uncertainty with the rest of them. If I had to lay a little bit of money on one of the receivers, it'd probably be Higgins. Yeah. It's a tall avoid. I mean, he's had plenty of opportunities to succeed right now. And I mean, with Chase and Higgins there, it should honestly make it easier for him. 
he doesn't have any of there's nobody that's really zoning on. They're not game planning for him. But somehow he's still not contributing. And I can't believe it's that Burrow's not seeing him or just not throwing to him. He's just obviously clearly not getting open right now. So he's getting overlooked because of that. I don't see Tyler Boyd helping a whole lot. I don't know about any of them, any of them could score touchdowns. I have a hard time taking anybody for the Bengals for any time to score. Because it's just they all any one of them could help out at any point. It kind of sketches me out. Like they're obviously somebody's going to score touchdowns because what, they're going to score. What's Drew Sample pain for an anytime <laughs> score? God, it I'd love be. to know what that is. Yeah. While you're looking that up, I wanted to I wanted to cycle back. We talked about the tight ends. We quickly touched about them, and we're worried about them. We don't know what you're going to get out of them. Yeah. And I and I understand the worry. I just want to point out the last time that somebody was out with a leg injury <laughs> that came back for the Super Bowl. He was pretty unstoppable. And we're also talking about a completely different caliber of player right now. Yes, but Terrell Owens went nine receptions for 122 <laughs> yards. There's two receivers possibly. Five there. weeks removed from having bolts and screws put into his ankle to hold his leg together. So, yeah. He's arguably a top three receiver of all time, man. Higgins, Higgins or sorry. Um, Hig- Higby and Uzma. <laughs> we're not talking about T.O. at this point. Yeah, Uzma and uh, Higby, I know they're not Terrell Owens, but you never know. They might give him some of that good juice that they just don't feel nothing. And uh, here we go. Yeah. And then next week. Wouldn't you know, put not, money on it. He would not put money on it. <laughs> Samples paying seven. Woo. I, I would. I know. That's not a bet I'm going to take. It's U- not enough. Uzuma four and a half. Higby is three. I figured Sample, like, Samples, that's still nobody. That's... I figured he'd be. I don't know. No, I but they're, of... they're still looking at the chance of him. Most likely he's, what's Blanton pairing? Most likely he's pairing. Fifteen? What? What? I don't even understand how that's that, possible. That's just ball. That's sorry, ball. That's sorry. Ball. I was looking at something else. He's paying three and a half. Um, oh, that, that, okay, yeah, it makes okay, a little okay. bit more sense. I was gonna say because Higby's the guy that's more likely to not sit up right now. That fucks you paying yeah, for her. I mean, it goes to show you right now. Obviously, uh, the book is showing that Higby's not going to be playing, which right. is why Blanton is paying so much. Yes. lesser than what Sample's paying. Otherwise, he'd be pretty close. To yeah, sample. but honestly, in these games, stay away from those tight ends. I I don't see it ending well for anybody. If their name's not Gronk or Kelsey, I'd be sketched out by them. So yeah, the odds are not high enough. For me to risk putting money on something like that. Yeah. Like the 61. <laughs> what'd you say it was 61 yeah, on the <laughs> three yeah. receivers <laughs> over 100? You wrote it down. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping on that one yeah. because the odds are good enough. It's worth putting. There's a good reward. I'm, I'm, for that I'm, I'm only putting a small bet on that one. I'm like 20 bucks. 10 right? bucks, 15 Tw- bucks, 20 something bucks like that. Being it's worth it. And then if I keep going with the way things are going and I take Monday off work, I'm going to. I'll have a reason at least. Yeah, I've won enough money. I'm gonna I can afford to take the day off. Yeah. No, I think the question is Murph's not gonna be able to get to work because he's gonna have to sell his truck. He won't be able to afford. <laughs> He'll be out of fucking truck payments. <laughs> Lord Tundra. So so as we're nearing the end of this piece, Scott, tell the listeners where they gotta throw their hundred bucks. Where where what is one bet that there's no way that they can get through the weekend without making? I'd go to the bank and get more than 100, and I'd put it all on Joe Mixon over 26 and a half receiving yards. That's the one for me that I'll be watching closely. Yep. And if I'm going to put a big bet down, I'm going to put it on Cam Akers. It was either Akers or Mixon, like they're both paying well. Akers paying 1.9 for under 63 and a half. I think that's pretty much a lock. I just can't see these teams running. And even if they do run, they've given him the ball 20 plus times before, and he still can't get over fucking 60 yards. So, I mean, 
with that average of three, chances are he's not getting that unless he gets 30 carries. Yeah, I'm hoping Sean McVay smartens up over the last couple of games and stays away from Akers. I hope he just steers the other way, but uh, God knows he's he doesn't seem like that part <laughs> of a fellow. I actually have Akers scoring a touchdown in this game. God almighty. With what, 40 yards though? 40 57. <laughs> okay, okay. I still, okay. I still like it. Six, I still like it. 16 carries, 57 yards, one touchdown. I think it's going to be the same thing with Boyd. It's just they're going to be on like the one-yard line. It's going to be first and goal on the one. And I think they go to him. They give him the chance. They're not gonna. They're not gonna pull a Seattle Seahawks move. Oh God! Yeah. And throw the ball on the goal line. You got to rush him for career averages, but that's almost three point six yards a carry. But the Bengals are their defense is not that good. But Murph, I feel like if anybody can, if they can run on anybody, it's gonna be them. But Murph, I got one question for you. What's up? If they have to score a touchdown to win the Super Bowl. Oh, and why, I'm not going to Acres. Why wouldn't you just hand the ball to fucking Cup and let him run fucking 95 yards <laughs> through everybody? I'm, I'm, the fucking stuff. I'm, I'm not saying this is this is not this is not the touchdown to win yeah, the Super Bowl. I know, I know. This is just at at any time score. And I feel like it's going to happen. Yeah. They can't score every touchdown from 30 plus yards out of the red or out of the end zone. Yeah, so they're going to get in close and they're going to run one in. And you think that they're going to lead? Or they're going to put all their eggs in Acres basket. Do you think Michelle has any chance of doing anything in this game? I think you see more of Sonny Michelle. I, I agree this weekend. Yeah, Acres hasn't proved he can do anything right now, other than a couple of fumbles on the ground and a terrible rushing average. I don't think he's a hundred percent. I think he's back because well, LA has the team to get to the Super Bowl, and he's I mean, he's in the Super Bowl. What, what is the guy six months removed from a torn ACL? But if he's not hundred percent, why the fuck wins any Michelle be getting the ball? Because Michelle was pretty serviceable when he went down. He's not really. He's nothing to write home about. No, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's acres right now. No, I agree. But, so, does, so does anybody have Burrow or Stafford thrown for an INT? Uh, I didn't project that either one was going to get an INT, but if I had to lean one guy to get one, it would be Joe Burrow just because of the pressure he's going to see at the start of the game. I got another one for Murph. I got oh, another one. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Jesus. Jalen Ramsey and Mike Hilton to both get an INT. It's paying 41 41. Uh, so that's not high enough for myself. I think Hilton's going to be the guy covering Cooper Cup for the most part. He's the best cornerback the Bengals have. There's, no, Hilton's Rams. No, is no. Hilton is the slot corner for the Bengals. 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 Oh, slot, okay. Jalen Awuzie and fucking Eli Apple are outside is what I was thinking. They yes. Trying to cover T. Higgins because T. Higgins is outside, not inside. I avoid slot. I, uh, I don't think Jalen Ramsey gets a touchdown this game. Or, sorry, gets an interception this game. No. I, I could see. If Ramsey's on Cup, I mean, Cup's been targeted 54 times so far in the playoffs. I mean, on Chase. Ramsey on Chase. Yes, yes. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, was I know Ramsey's good, but <laughs> I, I, he's going to cover his own team. I meant to I say Hilton on Cup. That, that's where I was at with that. I just, yeah. Well, I, I, I don't expect to see a whole lot of single coverage on Cup this game. No. I no. really don't. I, I don't. I don't think any one DB locks in on Cup. It's going to just be like a rotation of where Cup puts himself in the field. Right. Because Cup's going to be moving inside, outside, everywhere. So I see some definitely some safety help. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I don't see how Ramsey's going to get an INT unless something serious happens, tip ball, or he gets a really good jump on Chase. I mean, that guy's fucking quick. He's one of those he's guys. His hands full. He's one of those guys too. Ramsey likes to like slap the ball away more than pick it off too, because he's more about just making sure you don't fucking get it. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be controlling the yards after catch with Chase. Exactly. I don't think he's controlling how many times Chase is going to catch the ball. You're going to let a guy if the guy catches a five yard pass, you're going to let him catch it. Yeah, and then tackle him. Yeah, you can't give exactly. him too much separation. That guy's fucking lightning fast. Man, you give exactly. him a little bit of room, he's going to be gone. You play, you play a little bit risky, and you actually go for that pick. Then I feel like. That, that's where you could potentially get burnt. And Ramsey's really good, and he doesn't usually make those mistakes. All right. So, big award for the game, Super Bowl MVP. Who's who's going to get it? Well, you, you best let me start with this. The only reason I say that is because I'm the only fucking guy that's taking the Bengals. And if the Bengals win, Joe Burrow will not be overshadowed. He will be the... Uh, MVP for Super Bowl 56, and right now he's paying, I believe, 2.25, I think. So that's pretty good, I guess. It's not bad. I mean, I think it's going to be a quarterback that gets it, unless you see Cooper Cup have an unbelievable game or chase. I'm going for Matt Stafford. I mean, it's it's the boring pick because if the Rams win, it's almost always a quarterback, so chances are it will be Stafford. I mean... Cup could have enough of a game to fucking overthrow him. Like we were talking about earlier, possibly Aaron Donald, maybe he can do it. But, I mean, I think it goes quarterback. I agree with Scott on that one there. I'm just going another team. I think Stafford gets it for the Rams. I, I Yeah, I, I agree with what Scott said. If the Bengals win, I don't see any way it's not Burrow. Yeah. But I don't have the Bengals winning. I have the Rams winning. And I actually have Cooper Cup winning the MVP He's paying seven to one. I like the odds. They're good odds for him. And I'm, if I'm not mistaken, dark horse for me was Aaron Donald. I think he's paying thirteen to one. I think this is the game that, like, the big man finally shows up and shows why he's getting paid the money he's getting paid, why he's arguably the most feared defender in the entire league. He could potentially get in there and be really disruptive with that piss-poor offensive line, make yeah. Burrow's day a living hell, and steal one. Yeah, I think you're, you're definitely not wrong there. And with the Cooper Cup thing, I mean, everybody knows I toot his fucking horn. But the last receiver to win the Super Bowl MVP was Julian Edelman, uh, I think three or four years ago. Super Bowl 53. He had 10 catches and 141 yards with no touchdowns. I think Cooper Cup breaking all these records that he's going to break. Oh, gonna... I think he easily could do that. And if the Rams win, why not give it to the guy that's just had an unfucking believable season? I don't disagree. The only thing that I can say to contradict what you're saying, because I do have Cup winning the MVP. Yeah. He's my pick. But at the same time, Julian Edelman won it that year. Their team only put up 13 points. Yeah, yeah. It was. It, you it weren't was, giving it to Brady. No, yeah. <laughs> you can't give it to Brady. Yeah. It, it could have went to a defender. It was like, I mean, the score was 13 to three. It could have went to a defender, but I mean, I did actually look at that when I was projecting Cooper cup to win the MVP. I looked up the last receiver to win and I just, I wanted to know. And and I looked up his numbers. So I, I, I was aware of that, but I mean, I think cup has a way bigger game than what Julian Edelman had that, that game. Yeah. 
it, I'm, I'm, I'm changing my numbers. He's going 10 receptions, <laughs> okay. 170 yards, and Ooh. two touchdowns. Oh, okay. Wow, okay. They got aggressive. That's what he's doing. Yeah. He's wrapping up that MVP. Sorry to uh, Larry Fitz and Travis Kelsey, because both of your records are going to get fucking beat. I do think Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, all over that offensive line, all day. I, I, a, I like him. Man's too. a star. Man's he is. Star. The only he problem is. is if he doesn't get counting stats, they're not going to care. Like They're not going to look at, oh, well, he was pressuring the QB all day and give him the MVP. If he comes out there and pressures him all day, which is super influential to the game, but if he doesn't get like two sacks or like a forced fumble or something like that, it's not going to matter probably for voting Morris. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he's going to have to have the physical tackles, the assists, and the, the sacks. I don't know how many sacks, if the Rams win, it'll take for him to, to win it. I don't even remember the last time a defensive uh, there player was, there won was, it. There was a defensive tackle. There's one, you said, I think. One defensive yeah. tackle has ever – only one has ever won the Super yeah. Bowl MVP. It's, I mean, tough, it's a tough position to win that award. They're going to have all the opportunity in the world to be all over Joe Burrow. So, I mean, if he can get a couple of sacks in that first, first half and get themselves a little bit of a lead, I mean – 100%. If he disrupts all day that. long and gets two sacks, then, yeah, I would agree. What about Von Miller? Nobody mentioned him. He's already got a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, and there's a reason why the Rams traded for him to bring him in. I, I think it rolls into the whole conversation that we just had with Aaron Donald. You know, he's gonna need the counting stats. I, I don't disagree. To be there, big he can definitely don't disagree. He, he can definitely get them. But somebody is gonna get the counting stats for the Rams in this game. Yeah. Yep. That offensive line is so bad. There is no way they don't get some counting stats. But they don't necessarily get a bunch of sacks. They might just have a ton of pressures on them, right? A ton of tackles for loss. But pressures aren't going to get, like when you're voting for something, I don't think pressures is going to be enough to like catch the eye and make somebody want to pick that. A strip sack? Oh, yeah. A a defensive touchdown by one of them? Oh, something like that would be huge. Yeah, that would would, would lock him almost I think he's also paying 13 to 1, if I'm not mistaken, when I looked. Yeah, but, I think uh, around there. I'm pretty sure it was 13 to one as well. I mean, like I say, he's already got one. He knows what it takes to win a Super Bowl. I, he very easily could do it again. I, again, I, I wouldn't pick him. Yeah, but it's not a bad like Sleep chuck a right. small yeah. bet on it. Yeah. it it might pan out, pay yeah. off for you. But yeah, that's all I got. Alrighty, and that is the end of our betting preview. Stay tuned for the new contest that we have coming out. Back. So this is a way for the listeners to make some money. Well, it's a gift card, but it's fifty dollars to the NSLC for the winner. Just have a little questionnaire, a little prop bet thing. You don't have to be a football genius to uh, to win. It's a bunch of you know. Half silly questions, half funny questions. Anyways, whoever answers these 30 questions and gets the most right, we will give you a $50 NSLC gift card. We just need a like, a share, a follow. And, yeah, <clears throat> it's pretty easy. The wives can play. You know, you, you know, husbands out there, you guys can... Uh, you guys can actually get your wives involved in Super Bowl weekend, you know, and try and win a little bit of booze. It costs nothing. It costs nothing. Just a like, a share, and a follow. You can either comment your answers or send them a me- send them over Messenger. Um, you know, get them in, and like I said, whoever gets the most, right, 
We're going to post our answers as well for a fun little competition between the four of us. Yeah. And uh, that guy will have to bring beer to the next podcast. There we go. There we go. There we go. So we'll just roll through a few of them just so you guys kind of get the gif of what's going on. One of the questions being, will the length of the anthem be over or under 99 and a half seconds? <laughs> I've done no research on this at all, other than the fact that I know it's a, a female singer. Uh, typically, and I got nothing to base this off of, but I feel like they like to draw out different uh, notes. I'm taking the over on this one all day. I think it's probably unanimous around the board. 100%. Yeah, I think you got to take the over. Scrolling down through them, will the result of the coin toss be heads or tails? I mean, tails never fails. I mean, God, what kind of, what kind of dummy's going to pick heads? Well, I like that motto. I went heads. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I went, I, I went heads, too. Dummy. I went oh, heads, too. <laughs> I, I, I got to go tails. I mean. Hey, I mean, it's 50-50. So it, we, we it, split the room. It, it, it makes sense that we split the room. Will Jamar Chase's gloves at the start of the game be black, orange, or white? I think the big question for this one is, do we know what color jerseys they're going to be wearing? I uh, actually looked this up before we started recording tonight. The, the, oh. the, Rams, the Rams will be in white jerseys. Okay. The Bengals are wearing black, black with yes. very little orange on the shoulders, apparently, and white pants. So the answer is orange is what you're talking about. I went orange. Yeah, I went, I went, I went orange as well. I straight up pop with the fucking jersey. Exactly. They're flashy. I, I like orange. But the, my main thing is why Why is it the start of the game? Is the guy going to be changing gloves like three or four times throughout the game, man? The guy is going to set rookie records in the is Super Bowl. Is he just going to be sweating so he, bad? No, no, no. He's going to literally wear probably ten different pairs of gloves. Just to yeah. be the And he's going to every time he makes a catch. New new pair of gloves. Oh, probably. Yeah. So and is it like uh, Willie Mae Hayes or whatever it is from the uh, that the Indians movie or whatever it is? Oh yeah. Where he where he changes gloves every bag he steals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So moving on, will the first offensive play of the game be a run or a pass? I know Mercer can flee like we're uh, all ready. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying run just because it's going to be boring. Just get it out of the way. Get the ball out of the quarterback's hands. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of jitters. I mean, it is the Super Bowl. we got one guy. If he gets the ball first, I mean, Burrow's going to have a lot of fucking pressure on him. Yep. I think he's going to want to hand it off to Mixon, at least for that first one. I'm going to pass all day. Well, <laughs> pass all day, man. He I, needs them receptions. <laughs> he needs the yards. I, I'm, I'm saying pass, man. Stafford likes to throw the ball. The Rams have the ball. Yeah. You're not passing. You're not handing it off to Akers or Sony Michelle in the first play. Bumble. You want to get the game going. You want to get in a groove. It's going to be a pass. I guarantee if Cooper Cup runs that first ball of the game, it's going to be a shock. But you, <laughs> men, you mentioned Flea Flicker. I'm just curious. Does that count as a run or a pass? Because yeah, technically you handed it pass. off. He ran <laughs> a yard a and then pitched it backwards. Uh, actually, I I think they consider a Flea Flicker a rush. I, I don't know. I think they do. <laughs> It'd be interesting. Odds of that happening on the first play of the game. <laughs> That'd hey, be some brass balls. I, want, I wonder if that's on Betway. Okay, be. sorry, sorry. Everybody's talking over each other. What do you say? I wonder if that is actually on Betway. I the first play of the game. I don't know. I don't know. If it's going to be a pass, a run, or a flea flicker. Man, I'm going to look for that one I after. don't think either one of these coaches <laughs> got the brass balls to be fucking calling a flea flicker first play of the game. We will find out on Sunday. 
Heading into the commercial side of things, will Peyton Manning bowl a strike in his Michelob Ultra commercial? I mean, holy Christ. This guy, has anybody seen the size of his head? Like, I don't know how much football everybody listen, listening to this actually watches. But the man's head, when he's bent over, there's no way he doesn't fall on the ground. There's no way he's bent straight. He's got a forehead. He's got a forehead that rivals Pinksy's forehead. Which is holy. This this guy's a stud at everything he does. It's going to be a strike. Guaranteed. No way, man. He can't be good at everything. Now. (laughs) So, getting into something that I I know my wife is the the only reason she watches the Super Bowl. Who is going to sing first during the halftime show? Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, or Snoop Dogg? Well, I think they're going to leave the big guys for around the middle. I think you're going to see Mary J. Blige. I think you're going to see Dr. Dre, Eminem. They're going to be right in the center and towards the end. I think if you're getting the party started, you got to go with Snoop Dogg. And that is our rap expert, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As he, as he's sitting here in plaid. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going Kendrick. I mean, no offense to him, but out of these people, he's definitely the little name. I mean, Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Snoop Dogg are huge. I think he starts it off, kind of warms it up for them once the big dogs come out afterwards. And I think every one of the men are going to be gentlemen. And they're going to let the woman go first? Mary J. Blige is leading us off. (laughs) It's got to be Kendrick Lamar. You know, get those young young listeners and then hit them with the hard stuff. (laughs) Will Eminem be wearing a Detroit Lions jersey at any point during the halftime show? If he's smart, no. I don't care if you're from from there or not. You can't even fucking rep that shit right now. The only thing good about Detroit in the Super Bowl is that they used to have Matt Stafford. (laughs) Well, I mean... I don't know what Eminem's more famous for, Eight Mile or some of his actual rapping. I mean, I don't listen to the guy, so I have no clue. But and I mean, this Eight Mile was a rap guy. Well, it I was mean, a joke. It was somewhere in play. But no, I mean, Eight Mile, great movie. You got to wear the Detroit Lions jersey, don't you? I think so. Yeah. I said yes. It's the only way they're making the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, will there be a missed field goal in this game? I'm saying, yeah, I think Evan McPherson's going to miss his first field goal of the playoffs in the biggest game of his entire life. I, yeah. I think you're right. I don't think it's going to be McPherson, though. I think it might be uh, I think it might be the Rams kicker. Is it gay? It's gay. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a feeling he's going uh, to miss one. Is he even going to attempt a field goal this game? I think the Rams are just <laughs> going to get touchdown after once. touchdown after touchdown, baby. Right. <laughs> I don't know. My first half bets would say differently, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying no, nobody misses them. I hope Merck's not right. I'd hate to see McPherson miss one after he's been perfect in the playoffs and a great rookie season. It'd be devastating to miss one late in the game, Super Bowl. That would crush you. Will any player score two touchdowns in the game, not including passing touchdowns? I've only got one guy that has a chance to get uh, two touchdowns, and that's OBJ. I'm saying I'm saying nobody gets two myself. I think it's going to be spread around a little bit. I know Murph's thinking a little bit different, especially with his oh, bets. Baby. He's got no choice <laughs> but to think a little bit different. Cooper Cup, man, he's been doing it all year. He's scored multiple touchdowns in multiple games this year. Cooper Cup does it again. Biggest game of his life, he's going to do it. So this is going to be a little blend between football and basketball. Will Joe Burrow register more pass completions in the Super Bowl than the Boston Celtics do 
points in the first quarter of their game on Sunday. That was a mouthful. That, yeah, that was a mouthful. Now, <laughs> as somebody that loves betting on basketball, I know the Hawks like to to uh, score points. And I like to score points early, so if Boston wants to keep up, they're going to have to score points. I could see them scoring 30 points in the first quarter. I don't know if I see 30 pass completions for Burroughs. I don't say no. I don't think I, I say no as well. I don't. I don't think twenty-five pass completions is absurd for Burrow. I think that's like a normal number. And I just most quarters in basketball now, the scores of games like they're probably over twenty-five. I'd see majority of the time. So I don't see any way how he gets more completions than they score points unless he's somehow in the thirties. And man, I'd be surprised if he's completing thirty some odd passes this game. I'd be impressive. Listen to you guys copying me. I said no, too. And I was the first one to fill out my stuff here. I know sweet fuck all about basketball, but I'm going to say no. The other night against the Nets, they had 35 opening quarter. And, uh, yeah, will the price of Bitcoin be higher or lower at the end of the game than it was at the opening kickoff? Well... I mean, I don't know anything when it comes to Bitcoin. I do a little investing, but I can tell you it's not in uh, crypto. It's only in Betway. It's, yeah, well, <laughs> the majority of the investments go up and down a lot. One thing I'll say is this second half, Burrow's going to be shooting to the moon. So is Bitcoin. I'm going higher. <laughs> I'm going to go with higher and just basically I have no reasoning for it. Other than the fact that Bitcoin hopefully goes up to help OBJ's pockets get a little fuller. I closed my eyes, threw it a dartboard, hit on the higher. So we're going, we're going higher. <laughs> and the last one we'll throw at you: Will the liquid dumped on the winning coach be colored or clear? I don't think there's any question. It's going to be colored. It, sh- it should be colored. They're going with orange. It has to be orange. Orange. The Bengals are winning, man. I told you this. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. And just so everyone knows, total points scored in the Super Bowl, combine them, and that's going to be the tiebreaker just in case the guys do line up. But we got to give props out to the score because they're the ones that actually put out this list. We're going to use it. Yeah, and the most right answers, you get a $50 NSLC gift card from us. To you, just like, share, follow. Either send us a message with your picks, throw it in the comments. You know, <clears throat> before we go, I just gotta thank everyone who has listened, has liked, has shared, has followed our Facebook page. You know, we're about a week in now. You know, lots of love, lots of comments. You know, from all of us here at Degenerate Sports, thank you. And uh, we'll keep trying to put out a quality product. And that is it for us. Stay fucking degenerate. Peace.